All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. <laughs> it was hot. It was really quite something. <laughs> Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, allplayground.net is an amazing site that we've been talking about for a long time now, and there's a reason for it. We love the site, and we love that there are constantly new ways to connect with sexy people on the site. For example, video chatting is exploding during this time. It's a very safe and secure way to meet people digitally before you maybe meet them in person down the road. And it's also a way to connect with a whole big group of people. People. So you don't have to just meet one couple or one person. You can have a party on a Friday or Saturday night, once again, in a very safe and secure environment. And that's just one of the reasons that we absolutely love altplayground.net. So head on over to their site today and also make sure you come check us out in our community from Poor Swingers. We're putting up a lot of sexy, fun shit there, and we'd love to have you as part of our group. And also, guys, Promescent. They have amazing wellness bedroom products that we personally use. We're very excited about their new aloe wipes, their before and after wipes that are biodegradable, flushable, easy to take along. I think they're perfect for us lifestylers. You can just stick them right in your lifestyle bag and use them on the go. Make sure that you're staying fresh and clean. And I know that they're going to be quality because they come from Promescent and we truly trust their products. It's why we talk about them and use them almost on a nightly basis at this point. If you want to check them out for yourself, head on over to promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com and use our promo code, which is front porch for 15% off of your order. We know that you'll love their products as much as we do. And luxury lifestyle charters. If you are looking for a very unique experience and lifestyle, this is absolutely the way to go. We know that large gatherings aren't really happening right now. People are opting for smaller group gatherings and or even just a few people. And why not do it on a hundred foot beautiful yacht and chartering in the Bahamas or the Florida Keys. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? We know that we do, and I know that a lot of you do as well. Head on over to LuxuryLifestyleCharters.com. If you end up booking your charter, tell them FPS sent you for a free case of lovely champagne. Yes, I am super excited about Luxury Lifestyle Charters myself. I know you are. <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to check it out in October, I think. Yeah. I am very much looking forward to that. Yeah, get your case of Vouve and enjoy the ride. It's going to be amazing. What a beautiful ship beautiful yeah it's a good way to hang out with six or seven folks and be sexy and safe and i'm looking forward to it yeah very sure so guys we had a couple that came into town to see us last weekend oh yes our friends we we love and miss them oh it was so much fun they're the most beautiful wonderful people they have just these beautiful hearts you know how when you meet people and you just like instantly click that was these people 100 percent. we met them at our first ever meet and greet yeah we knew we were going to be lifelong friends with them the first time we met them Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah they're awesome and we have stayed in touch pretty much daily since then. And yes. we were so excited that they came all the way to Montana to see us because nobody fucking comes here. Yeah, I was happy. To, I mean, I was happy to have them here for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is that we really just enjoy their company. They're just amazing people. But we also haven't really entertained since this whole 
corona thing started. No, and we used to do it constantly, yeah. and it was really a part of our lives. Now, Michelle, and- I didn't get to cook for anybody but you. Well, am I chopped liver? You don't like cooking for me? No, but sometimes you eat like a seven-year-old. Yeah, so, you know, true. like the other night you ate and... uh, fruit and popcorn for dinner. I mean, it's not too difficult it was to fucking prepare delicious. that. So. <laughs> anyway, I was thrilled to have some folks over. We did some cooking. We did some drinking. We sat out on the patio. And, you know, it was just nice to have people and friends uh, around. You, you know? took them to the river one day when I was working. I did. We Beautiful got to, river. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, not a lot of people come to visit us because it's like, oh, you guys are all the way in Montana. They, they make it seem like it's a whole nother country away. Yeah, they're like, fuck that. Yeah, it's crazy. So <laughs> they got the chance to come and really like appreciate why we live here. Yeah. this I mean, this time of year and the places we went to, that's why we live here. Yeah, we kind of showed it off a little bit, which yeah. I really liked. We also took yeah. them to a ghost town. We, we took did. them to one of the oldest, oh, the oldest bars. Oh, the oldest town in Montana, basically. Well, not it's, the oldest town. Certainly the oldest bar. And it yeah. is literally a town that is owned by the state of Montana. Yeah, for Everything sure. in it is owned by the state. It's very kind of interesting. It was very, very cool to just, like I said, show it off to them and just spend time with them. I think it was a really good reminder for me of like what the lifestyle really is about. A lot of times yeah. you get so caught up on the sex and and especially when you're not really engaging with couples on a regular basis, you forget yeah. that, especially it's, now. that it's about creating memories and it's about like camaraderie. Well, it's about developing friendships. Lifelong friendships is what it is for me. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, I I lived a very different life, obviously, before. And my my group of friends, uh, most of whom are, are gone at this point now, right? They're, I've lost three friends this past year, I think, two years now. You know, it was a very small group. And no one ever outside that group ever got, ever got close to us. And now it's different. Like, we have a whole new, like, huge group of people that we are connected with and friends like these that we're going to be friends with forever. It doesn't, you know, that, I didn't think that was ever going to happen again. Yeah. You know, it's Pretty crazy. fucking cool. I yeah, like it a really lot. Is. Oh, I'm sad to see them go. But at least we got to show them our, our state. For sure. We love you guys. You know exactly who you are. And we had an amazing weekend with you. We did. And so we should move on to single guy tip of the week. Yes, I understand you have one. I do have one. So here's the thing. I've been chatting with some single guys mostly to maybe potentially meet up down the road type of a thing. I'm still mostly hanging out with my regular playmates. Yeah. But at the same time, my sex drive is off the fucking charts. Yeah, I know. And I'm having a lot of fun flirting with new guys. And the thing that I'm learning about said communication with single guys is that you fall into one of two categories and there doesn't tend to be a lot of in between. So I'm either getting the guys with very little communication or very little ability to communicate. It's, hey, how's it going? Cool. Me too. Those types of things. Or it's the polar opposite. And it is, they want to tell me their entire life story. They're sending five paragraph messages in the middle of my work day. And they're wanting constant communication back from me. And I've gotten much better about communicating to both groups. Like the hey guys, I used to just be like, go fuck yourself. I don't have time for this. And I've really started to try to to say to them, I need a little bit more here. Tell me a little bit more. You know, tell me something about yourself. Let's really start a, a conversation. And that sometimes goes okay. The ones that don't necessarily tend to get it are the guys that are the super long-winded, want to send me 12 messages. They either get offended immediately or they say, okay, got it. But then they don't actually do that. Right. And it's, it is kind of frustrating on my end because it's like, 
I communicate my needs and I'm very clear about what I need, what I need from a person in terms of communication. And if I don't get that, like, where do I go from there? You know, it's like you ruin a good opportunity. You're probably a really fucking cool guy. Maybe you're nervous or maybe you're just super talkative and you can't shut the fuck up. I don't know. But either way, it is kind of frustrating. Well, so you're looking for something in the middle, right? Something in between. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for someone who to have a normal conversation with. I think about the conversations I have, for example, with Ben or Aiden or who, any of these guys that I talk to on a regular basis. And it's not that way at all. We'll send three or four messages back and forth. And then I'll say, oh, I'm getting kind of slammed at work or, you know, I've got right. some things to do this evening. I'm going to have to let you go. And that's the end of it. And to me, it's like, that's the way I should communicate with everyone, or at least I want to communicate with everyone. So and you, some people just aren't capable of that. Well, you need, so what you're looking for is guys to read the cues and, to, you know, to to talk a little bit, get to the point, not necessarily within two or three words, but let's have a conversation, get to it, and you know, understand that if I'm busy, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to respond to every single message every single time you text me. Yes. And also to be understanding of the fact that my time is precious to me. I don't want to say, oh, I'm so fucking important. I'm so busy. We always hate when people say that to us, oh. but I am fucking busy. I'm a very busy person. I don't have time to sit and talk for an hour. That's not an option for me. Right. And I very respectfully say that to people and I don't necessarily get the respect back of an understanding, you know, level of communication. Right. Long story to the single guy tip of the week. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, find a happy medium. Yeah. Don't give me your entire life story and also be willing to take criticism. It's not even criticism necessarily. What is it? It's uh Well, listen, you're telling people you're or you're telling these guys what it is that you need from this digital communicative relationship. Right. It's I don't want single one words. I'm never going to do that to you. Please don't do it to me. I'm also not going to occupy all of your time with 14, you know, consecutive messages. I really would appreciate it if you didn't do the same because throughout the day I'm, I'm, I'm typically busy, but let's find somewhere in the middle where we can have a nice conversation, figure out what's going on in each other's day and, you know, some pleasantries and, and move on. Right. Yeah. You know what I hate more than anything too is when I get a message and I'm in the middle of my work day and then I get, are you there? Yeah. Or why yeah. aren't you responding? Or did I lose you? It's like, no, I have a fucking life. I work. Yeah. We got a lot going on. We get it. And everybody's busy. We understand that. I do my best certainly to communicate with everyone that communicates with us to some on some level throughout the course of the day. I can't always get to it right away. I've actually turned off all of the notifications on my phone because the fucking thing goes crazy throughout the day. Yeah. So I have to go in and check all of the places where I would have messages. So sometimes I'm a little bit behind. And, you know, I get it. It's a little frustrating, but there's a lot of communication that goes on throughout the course of the day. It doesn't have to be frustrating, though. You can just, like, not take it personally. This isn't meant to be... Yeah, a, and I say I'm it not up front. in a relationship with any of these people. Right, and I say it up front. I'm obviously communicating with a lovely woman that I met while I was out of town. And I apologize if I miss a, a text message or something. Yeah. For that reason. Yeah, for sure. So just be understanding of people's time and be willing to communicate at a level that is acceptable and... Something that's conducive for everybody. Just yeah. don't... And really... It's like with the single guys, especially. I had a single guy tip of the week. I'll, I'll save for next week. But, you know, you have to understand what, what people's needs are. Yeah. You know, be cognizant of other people's needs. You know, we get it. There's something you need out of this, too. But you can't force something. Good. I like that. Yeah. Either chat or don't, and don't get crazy. Yeah. Don't bombard me. Yeah. And don't ever fucking say, oh, did I lose you? No, I'm here. Just chill out. Yeah, nothing Take happened. Take a chill pill. Go jack off. off and then come back and I'll probably be there. Yeah, I didn't fall off the planet. Oh. I'm still here. But, yeah. you know, shit comes up. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> 
Well, it's also, you know, I see this a lot too. People are like us, they, they, they have certain things that they do, right? They, they work at certain times or they're available at certain times or whatever. And it's like, just because you're available doesn't necessarily mean that I'm available. Yeah. So I, I'm going to try to accommodate you, but our schedules just simply may not be aligning at this point. So you got to kind of, you know, give it a, give me a break when I'm not able to be super responsive right away. Exactly. You know, That's everybody's, exactly what it is. Yeah. Be understanding. Yeah, we, we are. We certainly are. For sure. If we're in a, if we're communicating with people, we get it if you've got shit to do. We totally get that. We're not, you know, butthurt over it. Just, you know, communicate it. That's yep. that's what we do. For so, sure. There you have it. So anyway, that was Must and Go Got Tip of the Week. Nice. Nicely yeah. done. Thanks. You're Thanks. welcome. <laughs> so I am incredibly excited to share today's interview with you people because... Yeah, me too. In case you guys didn't know from basically every episode of FPS ever, we are huge toy fans. Yes. We love them. We are constantly interested in new ones. And I think that they're, the toy industry in general right now is exploding in so many cool different directions. And it's very exciting as people who love them to see. And we wanted to bring on people who are experts in this field. And not only just in the toy world, but in, in the sexuality world in general. Yeah. They are are two of the most thoughtful, interesting people. I absolutely love their podcast, which they'll talk about, we'll talk about on the interview. Um, I'm just big fans of theirs. I think that they are wonderful ladies, so intelligent, so cool, so sex positive, and I am pumped that we have them on today. Yeah, we had the, the privilege of being on their show not too long ago, a few months back, and we promised to have them on because we, we're just not done talking to them. They're so... They're just so intelligent. They they really speak about sex toys passionately for obvious reasons. And they, they really, it resonates with me. I just enjoyed having that conversation with them. They're so sharp, so witty. They're just amazing people. I just enjoyed having that conversation. I smiled throughout this entire conversation because they're so yeah. fucking fun. So. And they sent us two amazing toys. Yeah. Yeah, we love them. They are amazing. <laughs> yes. They are the most unique sex toys I think we own. Well, and when you hear, when you hear them talk about the innovations in the sex toy space you understand like we received these toys and it's like wow they, they weren't kidding these are pretty space age it's like what fuck yeah like, you don't expect it and it's it's impressive i mean they're stepping up the game there's no doubt about it for sure so we hope that you love this conversation with april and amy of shameless sex as much as we loved having it we are here today with April and Amy of the Shameless Sex Podcast, and we're so excited to be talking to them about several topics, but specifically something that we receive so many questions from you guys about, which is sex toys. Shocker. We talk about them all the time on the show, and we are bringing in people who know a lot of the ins and outs of sex toys to talk to you guys today. So, hey, ladies, how are you doing today? Uh, well, I'd say fabulous because that's my first response, but today's been hard. <laughs> I'm doing fine. Just no, great. It was hard for her too. <laughs> no, we're okay. We're great. Um, yeah, happy to be here. And you were a guest on our show. Everyone who's listening, go to our show and then you'll hear them on our show and, you know, we go back and forth. And we're shameless about our experiences. So we are just fine slash good. Slash sometimes today sucks. Balls. <laughs> well, it is 2020. So that, that makes yeah. total sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> We have been dying to get you on here. And uh, before we get into the ins and outs of, of the topics today, we'd love to uh, hear a little bit about you guys and why we're talking to you today. 
Yes, we are Amy and April and Awesome. We're Team A, the A team, and Team Awesome. And I've had more awesome days, but I'm happy to be here. I will say that this is not. Me too. This is actually, I was really excited to record with you all. I love you too. I, actually, this is definitely perking up my energy here it is. a little bit. Uh, Cliff Notes version. Well, you all heard we have a podcast called Shameless Sex, uh, and you can find that on all of the apps. The name kind of says it all. Uh, uh, we love to talk about sex shamelessly, but we also bring in educators and uh, authors, etc., to teach, educate, and promote shameless sexuality, all under the constructs of consent, of course. All consensual sex is good sex. Um, I'm also a sex educator, a sex and relationship coach. I also co-own a sex shop with my mother online. We used to have a retail store here in Santa Cruz, but purepleasureshop.com. And let's see, been in the industry for many years and uh, got my start with just a real big curiosity about sex and didn't really understand it and loved learning about it. And um, a kind of cliff notes version of that started opening a sex shop with my mom, went to school for psychology and human sexuality, made best friends with April, uh, working in a restaurant together, had nothing to do with sex at that point. And I uh, was like, hey, I'm opening a sex shop. You're my best friend. Do you want a job? You're amazing with everything that you do. I, she's the only friend I've hired, by the way. I would not hire all friends. And I just saw her her skills, her talent, and gave her her first vibrator. And she was our manager. And we both took off in, to also work on more the manufacturing side of the sex toy industry. I'll let her explain more about that. But I also work with uh, Uber Lube, a lubricant company too. April, tell us about how many you. certifications do you have though, Amy? Like about, million. she really does. And growing. I'm, <laughs> yeah. a, I'm a forever student. So that's, I will always be learning. I don't know. Everything. I learned so much from this human right here. And I studied law actually and had no, not even a, a smidge of, of knowledge about the sex industry, sex toys, anything. And Amy did light the way for that. I studied environmental law. I grew up in the conservative Midwest in Wisconsin, and I had been studying to take my LSATs and met Amy. And when I started working in the sex shop in the retail world and talking to people about sexuality, it opened up something really just that was like tapped deep into my my inner soul that I was like, wow. Then I had orgasms with vibrators and thought, holy shit, this is <laughs> what what happened. I was like 24 at the time. And then I started going to trade shows with Amy and met um, the CEO of a manufacturer that I worked with for uh, almost seven years. And now I work with Hot Octopus and have traveled the world and basically now dedicated my life to the business of sex. The The podcast was a passion project that we started together because people would constantly ask both Amy and myself for advice about sex and relationships. And we never ever say that we're complete experts in anything. We only say that we're learning with you as well and that we'll bring experts and information and knowledge to folks all over, no matter what kind of gender, sexual orientation, or even the the location that they live in, whether it's Saudi Arabia or Nebraska, we have some sort of hopefully tools in our tool belt to offer them. And this is my journey and my pleasure. And um, yeah, and I'm really happy to to be in this. Feels good. So, so much for law school then. <laughs> Screw that. I'm a terrible liar. I am. And if I lie, you can hear me. So my authenticity shines bright w- within the podcast world because I like I love to expose the things about the uncomfortability about sex that people don't want to talk about. And sure. I think that 
that normalizes that for people. And that's really important for folks to feel like they're normal, no matter what they're going through. Obviously, as Amy mentioned, consent is a huge piece of what we do. So if you're having sex with animals, that's not consensual, right? So, mm-hmm. but consenting humans, uh, then whatever that, that there's so many different variations of what that can look like, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So you both came from very non-sex related areas and fields what really drew you to what you're doing right now amy well, well i i got sorry yeah, i so i actually when i was 18 i'm 35 now when i was 18 i took a human sexuality class at a community college here and, and had the worst instructor ever who had been celibate for 10 years and was still preaching the diaphragm to 18 year olds and which Planned Parenthood doesn't even recommend that to 18 year olds <laughs> and um and it made the topic so dry and yet I loved every second of it I love learning about herpes and I love learning about all the you know all these things that I just thought was so fascinating and also didn't fully understand my body my orgasms uh in other bodies that I was having sex with I was like well how does this all work and um it was just I already had a knack for talking really openly about sex. And so I decided to pursue that route. So a lot of it came from one, I could probably teach this class better than this instructor, but also I'm really just genuinely curious about this. And if I'm going to spend so much time, you know, most of my life learning about something in school and then some, and then, and then working in this field, it must better be something I love. So I'm really fortunate. I think, I don't think a lot of people can say that when they were 18, they, they found their path and it's constantly shifted. I didn't know I would own a sex shop. I didn't know I'd have a podcast with my, you know, one of my best friends, uh, but that's just the route that it, it went and it just feels so, so right and so aligned. And I, I'm just, yeah, I just, I just constantly am, am just, yeah, in, in awe of it. And, and like I said, I'm constantly learning so much about myself. My story is so much more interesting slash I'm not going to take a long time because it's not about me right now. This is about your folks that are listening and loving them. But I was an avid masturbator. I loved Ooh. masturbating since the age of five. I didn't know that that was masturbation and I never could talk to anyone in my family about it. And I remember when I had my first sexual experience with an actual human being like, because I was humping my teddy bear mostly from the, uh, a young age and Barry, I loved, love that. Barry the bear. Barry the bear <laughs> and very creative name. And I remember really feeling unfulfilled because I had had so many orgasms with Barry, Barry slash I had a lot of um, grinding, dry humping experiences with young girls when I was like fourth grade and my fourth grade friends, we'd like dry hump and be like, oh my God, that was really cool. But I didn't know what orgasm was. And I never talked to my mom about it. So when I became actually more uh, an adolescent and curious, I was listening in sexual health classes and nothing ever came up about sex. It was like watching a video about childbirth and then learning about anatomy, but it was never about pleasure. And so I actually met Amy. And what I, when, when you asked that question, I said, Amy mm-hmm. was the person that really had opened the door up to be comfortable about talking about sex because she was so in it with with like not only sex positivity but with being acceptant of anything that I had experienced and so from there I just realized that I was an always an open person to talk to other people about anything and everything 
And I never really talked about my sexual experiences until I was in the world of uh, podcasting where I was like, wow, again, the normalization, as, as I mentioned earlier, came into play. And it really has been a journey of not only self-reflection and self admiration for the things that I was like, wow, I can't believe I just fucking said that Mm -hmm. on the air. And it's also been something that people have written to us about saying how much it's changed their lives and to thank us for the work that we're doing because it isn't easy. And it's also really beautifully opening and empowering. So... Yeah. I don't know if I answered the question, but that's the yeah, answer totally that I had. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I, f- I find it interesting that everybody, we just had this conversation about what health class and you know sex ed was like. I'm 50. So sex ed was a joke when I was a kid. And it's universally bad for everybody. You know, I don't know anyone that's like, oh, sex ed health class was awesome. It was total bullshit. It was mm-hmm. like anatomy. STDs and pregnancy. That was mm-hmm. the bulk of sex ed. It was mm-hmm. just fucking terrible. Yeah. Abstinence. Yeah. 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 Yes. Here's yeah. What's, what's not to do. Here's a whole bunch of fear for you instead yeah. of like, here's how to have great, amazing, connected It was sex. like the war on drugs though within like the dare to keep kids off drugs. Scare them off of it entirely. And I was like, wait a second. All that did was make me think about all the things that, you know, that w- could do. And like sex when they're like, that's just all right. the stuff that can happen. I was like, but that all sounds fucking yeah. cool if you were but having fun. Why and are so many people doing it? Yeah, there's right. a lot of people doing it. Abstinence <laughs> yeah. does not sound like the key here. Mm-mm. It's like driver's ed. The only thing they showed you were videos of car accidents. Yeah. That's all you saw. Like that's Don't all this, that. that's what driving is. Like the fuck mm-hmm. is that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Backwards. Yeah, totally. So obviously from uh, your intro here to our listeners, you are very versed in the world of sex toys. And as mentioned, our listeners reach out, I would say almost daily at this point about sex toys. And specifically, obviously the majority of our listeners are non-monogamous people. So we wanted to pick your brain a little bit about some of the toys that are out there that you would maybe recommend specifically to non-monogamous people, either because they're easy to pack and take to an event and share with people, um, or because, you know, maybe there's something out there geared specifically towards non-monogamous people that you guys know about that we don't. Yeah. And let's be fair. The reason our listeners are so interested, I think, in sex toys is because we have a shitload of them. And one of them actually, as I took a picture of today and sent to our Telegram group, this giant pink dildo and a giant bottle of lube laying in our bed when I came home for lunch this afternoon. So clearly somebody else enjoys sex toys as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that's why that we have that conversation a lot. So. I like your style. Yes. <laughs> well, I would say when whenever I was working in, in the retail space and even going over into my business to business knowledge with manufacturing, the one thing when I communicate to staff, no matter if they're in an open relationship, if they're non-monogamous, if they're totally monogamous, if they're only playing with themselves, is what kind of stimulation are you into, right? Is it internal? Is it external? Are you looking for anal play? So that is an important thing to think about. And if the if the answer to that is uh, uh, all of the above. I guess that was an A, B, C, D. It's all of the above, which is for me. Mm-hmm. I love all this stimulation. I would say though, if you're looking for something compact and versatile, then obviously I, m- the manufacturer that I love the most is Hot Octopus. I've worked with them now for a few years and I absolutely love them and I d- help design toys. But there are high-end products that have non-porous materials is really important because if you're using them with multiple partners, multiple play partners, porosity is something that can 
transmit bacteria, which can help you, uh, not help you, but it, it helps promote the whole system of, of bacterial growth. You can get a lot of nasty things happening inside of your body. So non-porous silicone materials are really important. So two manufacturers, Hot Octopus, Fun Factory are my two favorites. There are so many awesome companies though that are making beautiful products that have various uh, abilities to uh, tap into both clitoral and internal stimulation. I love to incorporate and as often as I can toys into my sexual experiences with my partners because I love vibration and I'm a person that can't really orgasm off of just penetration alone. I need external stimulation. So what I use is we have this thing called the digit and it's a finger vibe that can fit on. It looks like a piece of jewelry and it fits. I help design it because finger vibes, typically, if you look at them, they're novelty and they, they're not sexy. A lot of them are one or two time use. They're not very powerful. So the digit finger vibe fits on it almost, it can slip on like a ring, but if you have girthier fingers, most folks that are maybe gendered as, uh, let's say, a thicker, maybe a, a penis-owning individual, let's say. With big hands. Big hands. Uh, they can't just slip on a ring. So this actually clips on, and it has the ability to make your fingers their own vibrators. So it's powerful enough. It has a bulbous head. I don't have one with me. I wish I would would have had one because I'm at Amy's house in our studio over here and not having my sex kit. But look at It's called DIG. GIT and it is quiet. So even if you have neighbors or roommates or children or grandparents that you live with, they're not going to hear the vibration noise. So that being, think about if you're in doggy style and you have your fingers being their own little digits. If I'm reaching around Amy and like, just Ooh, like, she's reaching around me right because now. Because <laughs> having a bulky vibrator. So my number one vibrator is the magic wand. You know about the magic wand. Love the magic. But how awkward classic. is that when you're in doggy style? It always drags in the bed and then I can't get myself in the position that I want it in. And it's amazing, but it's like, and, and it definitely <laughs> I have a stepdaughter. I'm like, oh my God, we have to turn the music really loud because she's going to hear all the shit that's happening right now. So the finger vibe is perfect because if you want to stimulate your partner from behind or stimulate the nipples. It's amazing. Compact, throw it in your bag or your purse or your fanny pack. That's Those are big these days. Mm. Fanny packs, throw it oh, in there. Fanny packs are back in. I'm not aware of that. Awesome. We're, we're behind in Montana here, apparently. Yeah. Well, A yeah. sex yeah. toy fanny pack of all fanny oh. packs, though. Yeah, yeah. not just your Absolutely. OG one. Well, and I like that. old 80s fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> but it still be old school 80s, but it's full of sex toys, so it's even better. And then I, I like what April said, too. I think materials make such a, such a big difference, especially we're talking about non-monogamy and having sex with multiple partners and you know if you're fluid bonded with someone then you know knock your rock do whatever you want with elastomer and other materials that are porous but so silicone is so common in sex toys but not all silicones are created equal some of them still have blends and fillers so i love what april said about any toys by hot octopus we love fun factory crave makes some really good toys too that are then they're all of them are are a lot smaller and more compact Um, and i think the way vibrations work here's what you can imagine with vibrations for sex toys so uh, you can describe some vibrations as more rumbly or like thunder vibrations. And when you put it on your skin, so say I were to put it on my clit, it would vibrate so intensely and like so deep that it would actually vibrate maybe a couple inches into my body. Like I could maybe feel it in my vaginal canal from external stimulation. And then there's more buzzy vibrations. So say I put that same one, that buzzy one on my clit. Wait, I can do it. Me. Yeah, and then the other one's a. Brrr. And the 
buzzy ones, you put it on your external anatomy, it's just kind of vibrating the external part, maybe the first half inch. Um, buzzy ones are great for people who like lighter vibrations. They don't want something super strong. Uh, they're new to sex toys. It's a good place to start. I recommend starting with a lighter sex toy if you're new to sex toys and not the stronger one um, to figure out what you like and not just to set the default at the magic wand. And I'm also a huge fan of the magic wand. And at any rate, so you can figure out what kind of vibrations do I like and experiment with these and go with a silicone. And then if we're talking about like you got multiple partners around and you want other people to feel the vibrations, get a stronger rumbly thing. Like you could take that magic wand and put it between two bodies and both people or three bodies. I don't know. It depends what you're doing. Could feel the vibrations there. And the magic wand actually now they used to have a porous head and now they have a silicone head on it on the rechargeable. Um, maybe on the new electric one too. Yeah, the, it's non-porous. And, I, and if you're using things that, if you do have a sex toy that you're using and you're, you're playing with partners where you're not fluid bonded, you don't have an agreement to share fluids, maybe you're not tested, you can always throw a condom on all of mm-hmm. these things, except if it's like a tiny, like a finger, but you can be safer in that sense. I have one more, just one more to share because I use it all the time in my experience. It's a curved, so it's, uh, Fun Factory makes it, it's called the Miss B, but it has a little bit of curvature and it's designed for clitoral internal external stimulation, but it has a handle. So I use it for anal stimulation when I'm being penetrated. And I'm just speaking to my own experience because you can also use it. So I've used it anally being penetrated vaginally, but then on my partner anally to stimulate prostate. So it's it's really fun because it is non-porous. So definitely ask to vag. Remember to Ooh. wash the product because if you're using something ass to vag or from vag to ass to someone else's ass, it is important to wash it. Or as Amy said, put a condom on it but it has a handle. So when you're working it either anally with a partner and your partner's penetrating you, your partner can kind of dip it in. And then you can also use it while you, you know, if they're in, if they're in a position that they want to receive something anally, it's amazing. And it has just the right curvature to hit all the right places. It's designed for G-spot, but it could also be wonderful for prostate stim. You all probably already know this, but I love the sex educator, Rain DeGray. She's also Mm. a porn star and has a podcast. She talks about double dipping and she loves to take either on her dildo or even gloves in her hands. Say she's going like ass badge, ass badge or or ass ass, like all, you know, group sex, group sex environment, right? And you want to play with everyone and make sure all of your fingers are clean when you go to all these bodies. Um, Or if you're playing with sex toys, she put multiple layers of condoms or gloves on hands or sex toys. And then every time she's dipping from one orifice or one human to the other, she just takes one off. And there's like, you know, five under there and she just keeps pulling them off and she just is always ready to go. You can't do this with like a homegrown cock um, because, you know, we all know erections change um, with the blood flow. But I like that tip. I thought it was really helpful. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. And I love the term. It's COVID friendly. -friendly. Double dipping. I love it. Like double dipping. (laughs) is actually safe in this environment. (laughs) Oh, I love that idea because I think a lot of people think, oh, if I put a condom on and then I use it on some, you know, use the... So in other words, the condom on the toy, and then I use the toy on someone. Then I have to go through this awkward phase of taking the condom off, unwrapping another one, sticking another one on. Mm -hmm. And if there's one thing that I've learned about swingers events and being around that atmosphere is like you want convenience because you want to be able to focus on the sexy. So Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. Thank you. Another thing I wanted to talk about is so Brian and I have a ride on top vibrator that I'm in love with and I can't wait to take it on the road and show it off because I think it's the most impressive thing from like a visual perspective. But what are some of the other products that you guys would recommend as far as like 
taking to a house party as far as that icebreaker or something that's really going to be visually impressive to people. Ooh, ooh, what's that? I think is it XR Brands that makes that that it it literally is it's a fist oh, that is a stand that's a conversation fist. that's piece. a conversation if you want a conversation piece it's literally like i wish that this was on video but is it is like an anal fist that's all right you have to could be vaginal too or vaginal yes yeah. so i just always think of it as anal fisting yeah. and it's uh the size of your forearm so it cuts off at the elbow and it comes in multiple colors but if that was just sitting somewhere at a party oh. And be like, who is going to be the one that I think it's XR brands that makes it? I and feel it's like really phenomenally. I feel like you're gonna rock that you gotta be down for some fisting, either to, to give or to receive. Well, you gotta be ready. No, yeah, you're like, I'm just here to talk about. Well, I like that. No, yeah, that one. I want. I would like one on my coffee too. The actually. enjoy one too. Yeah. Oh yeah, enjoy makes some great products. There, you know, stainless steel products and stainless steel to a lot of people they automatically think stainless steel is as as non-porous as it gets. That is the easiest thing to clean in, in the whole world. And they, they, it could be weapons if you want, but they actually look like little art pieces. I am also a huge fan of, and I don't, I don't work for Hot Octopus, but I like, there's toys where you, when people see it and they're like, that doesn't look like a sex toy and it's a great conversation piece. Um, the Hot Octopus Duo. So it's this masturbator. So it goes on a penis uh, and it has a pulsator. You could probably better describe it because she works with company. I'm going to try it. So it has a pulsator in it. It kind of looks like almost like a taco or, or a, like a, like a helmet of some sort. Predator helmet. Predator helmet, but like the size of your hand, but a small hand cupped. And if you, put the head of the penis inside of it, it has this pulsator. So it's not a vibrator. It vibrates kind of just go. Brrr. The pulsator is actually kind of a piston that goes in and out and it massages the head of the penis. But the duo has a second motor on top. And so a second person can actually straddle the penis owner who has that. So they could put their, their taint in the perineum or they could put their vulva on it and they would get vibrations too. But most people when they look at it, they would never think it's a sex toy. Although also it has a wireless it's wireless remote right so someone has can have the remote you can have it to the third person the third person can just be running the whole show well now there's from afar. The duo lux which i i will send you to because I, we Ooh. just came out with it about two weeks ago when this is being recorded and it has a remote to operate the oscillator so for the penis owner so if your penis owning friend is is underneath let's say uh you two are using it one person can operate the oscillator and then the other person has a a vibrating remote. So the remote can operate the vibrating portion. So it's for a vulva. So the vulva, so both of you can be experiencing each other's whatever uh, intensity the other one wants. And we just came out with that. And it's absolutely like it's been blowing people's minds because so oscillation as well. And Amy didn't mention that, but it, it has the ability to help penis owners have involuntary ejaculation. So there's actually nine years of medical research behind oscillation in reference to penises. So and, and this is not about ejaculatory control either. It's for folks that even can achieve an erection. So let's say you're like, I can achieve an erection. However, sometimes you want just a foreplay assistant to just like have some different experience with the products. And Amy did a great job explaining that. A plus. A plus plus. <laughs> and I just want to offer to the folks out there that want maybe something a little bit different because there's nothing quite like, like the Pulse Lux the duo that we just came out with is like, it's so awesome to have that. So I use it as a fellatio accessory too. When I'm uh, going down on my partner, just to like 
prep the cock and like get it ready and then you take it off and then you can do whatever you want. And then if I want this high intensity vibration, which again, I mentioned to you earlier, I require vibration to get my vulva ready to get my clitoris amped up easier for me to orgasm if I do have penetration. But this is, uh, it's a, it's a, absolute unique, innovative product that there's nothing else like that. And it's not as much as a, of a conversation piece. Cause if it was sitting out, people would be like, I don't know what that is. Not yep. like the, the, not like the fisting, <laughs> which I've never recommended that to anyone. I'm not what saying I, do with that? I was just going yeah. for the literal, the, the conversation She's piece. Like, I'm going to take it to level 10 yeah, right like, away. That's what I would be like. If you want a conversation piece, be like, what's going to happen with that, that, but the duo Lux or the duo that Amy was mentioning, that is something that will change people's perspective of sex toys because there's nothing else like it. But it also is highly effective at having you, no matter what, if you're, let's say you have penises that maybe are unresponsive to a lot of stimulation. So oscillation will help you, at least 95% of folks actually have an erection and or orgasm. I have another one. Yeah. Club Vibe. Have you all heard of this? So there's vibrators. I went there last night. Club Club Vibe. vibe. So vibrators that vibrate to the sound of your music, the bass music, the music in the room at the party. That's nice. This company called Oh My Bot makes these vibrators and they have the Club Vibe. I think it's the Club Vibe 2.0. They have ones that are just slide into the liner of your panties and then you can have a wireless remote to control it. But if you're just in around a speaker, it actually vibrates to the, the, they have an the app sound. Too, I think, yeah. And, they, and there's an yeah. app there too. Those are, those are awesome. I think they also have an internal one and there's so many cool toys now that use Bluetooth technology. So you can vibrate from across the world if you want to. Sure. And yeah, we're the, huge yeah. fans of those. We, have yeah. Yeah. we love them. Especially that. right now. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially yeah. right now during COVID, this is, is, is perfect timing. I did that too. to you when you were camping the other day. I was like, Amy, I'm thinking about was you. Is that what I felt? Yeah, it was. Oh my god, thank you for I that awesome on. orgasm on top like, of the mountain. There you go, Amy. That's She's, for you. That's a true friend right there. Very good friend. We like to go to like really fancy restaurants and do that just to freak people out because you could hear it vibrate against the chair and you don't really know what it is. I think yeah. only I can hear it vibrate against the chair. No, I, don't I can think hear anyone it else actually. Like hears I'll it. have the remote and the server will be talking to Brendan. I'll just be. Bzz, bzz, bzz. It could be like, hey, waiter, can you press this button? Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. I'll take the, I'll take the awesome. lobster and yeah. the, the dessert. Are we at dessert yet? I'm, I'm serious. Like, can we get to dessert? No. Yeah. <laughs> Check, please. Well, uh, the duo sounds great. We love toys that we can use together or use with partners. That's, that's kind of a... I'm a, sending a, you two one. I'm sending you one. Awesome. I think it also sounds like a great foreplay tool, which I think is really important in non-monogamous adventures. I think about the times we've been with other couples where we're not necessarily ready to launch into full on play, but we still want to be playful. So it sounds like that would, you know, a couple of the things that you mentioned actually would be good options. for. It that. also sounds like potentially something for soft swaps would be awesome for that kind of a, that situation as well. Yeah, for sure. What's a soft what swap? Are, yeah. Can you tell me about that? Sure. Anything other than actual penetration. Oh, oh, that's perfect for that. I've only done soft swap. That is something that I need to know about. So soft swap. Yeah, I never knew that yeah, was a, absolutely. that is good to know. One yeah. of the most, I think one of the most erotic experiences we had with a couple was a soft swap experience, our only mm. soft swap experience, mm-hmm. actually, uh, because we were so worked up by the time we left their home, we couldn't keep our hands off each other in the fucking car for mm. the ride home. It oh, was crazy. Yeah, very <laughs> highly recommended. Oh, yeah. When's my next soft swap? Swap swapping. <laughs> we need another one, too. Take an application. <laughs> Take an application. <laughs> Take a number. 
Um, I love that we talked a little bit about male or I should say penis owning sex toys because we get a lot of people that reach out to us and say things like we want to incorporate toys in for the penis owning portion of our couple, but it's sometimes difficult for men to know where to start. I think in a lot of ways, vulva owning people and their use of sex toys has been maybe a little bit more normalized, at least in terms of certain age groups and, and certain, to, you know, I know, especially for like Brian's generation, I think the first sex toy you owned was one that we were sent by somebody. For sure. hundred percent. So that being said, what are your guys' thoughts on penis owning sex toys in general? And maybe if you are completely unsure of where to begin, where, you know, what are some recommendations for a beginner in penis owning sex toys? This is actually, I feel like I have a PhD in this. So she has a PhD in the dick. I, I have a PhD <laughs> on dick. Let me tell you the PhD you. Yeah. capital. Well, hot octopus, it, I, when I started at the company in 2017, I came from a, a German uh, toy company, fun factory that had hundred and 50 SKUs that were mostly for vulva owners, right? And so I went to this company and it took me years before I made the decision to change companies because they only had two products that were for penises. And it was the Pulse products that one was the Duo and one was the Solo, um, which were their masturbatory toys that are like automatic masturbators. And so coming in on that, I realized when we were trying to expand the line and uh, me trying to, to embody a penis and realizing that penises and vulvas, they're very similar, right? So penises are, we're almost like the same as Emily Nagowski says, it's, we're all like the same, but made up of different parts. We're made the same parts that just put in different places. See what she said. See, I need her. When, I was like, <laughs> embryologically, yeah, embryologically, we come to the same, the same parts that just get put in different places. Some people exactly. get XY chromosomes and at week eight. The penises is is structured as so where the head of the penis or the frenulum, which is that webbing, that's almost what I could compare the clitoris to be. So it's 4,000 nerve endings situated right there. And when I have been in sex shops, I look at the, the penis toy category and I'm like, wow, this is so uninspiring. It's masturbation sleeves that look like butts, mouths, vaginas, and they're manual, right? So you have to stick your penis in and you have to actually you have move to be hard. You have to have a hard penis. Exactly. So what I would say to that question is cock rings are a phenomenal device that can be incorporated not only not much for masturbation per se, because they vibrate. And so you put them on your cock and they can help you maintain an erection and they can also help you have perineum stimulation and they can also help whatever your penetrating feel vibration, but they also just help have this, this pleasurable sensation, even on the shaft to no matter what size you are, uh, to have this pleasurable experience. So if you want to stroke and have a cock ring on and you want perineum stimulation, that's wonderful. I think prostate products, which aren't necessarily designed for penises per se at all, but there's prostate toys out there that are underlooked at because it is such a, there's a stigma a lot of times behind bum play, especially when you're talking with penis owners. And especially when you're talking about penis owners that like to penetrate and not be penetrated, right? So that can be somewhat of a taboo for folks. However, a little bit of bum stimulation, if you're penetrating, can really help the giver or the, the penis owner have a lot 
more of that that stimulation that they might not be familiar with having. So incorporating some, there's Aneros makes some really nice prostate products too that that I have loved since I worked at 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 your shop, and I would definitely suggest some nice cock rings, some vibrating cock rings. And if you're into a lot of, of penetration and, and being the, the giver of the penetration, we, and I don't want to be this as a pitch to hot octopus, but I helped design this, this cock ring for hot octopus that I think is fucking so brilliant because cock rings never thought about vulvas or couples play. They always thought about penises and this cock ring called the Atom Plus. A-T-O-M. A-T-O-M is designed so clitorises love texture and they love pressure and perineums, when you look at perineum stimulation, it they, they need pressure, right? And then vibration. And this cock ring locks all the jewels into place, but also because of the power of it, whoever is riding or is being penetrated will feel from the shaft of the penis all the way to the tip, this intense vibration. But if you're grinding on it as a vulva owner, you're going to feel like even your clitoral legs that go deep into the tissue because you only see the tip of the iceberg with the clitoris, you're going to feel as a vulva owner, this intensity of vibration. So penis toys are expanding and we're doing, Hot Octopus is doing a great job of expanding because it's not just about stroking and the, the manual nature of penis products, but it's also about exploring the bodies and about exploring two or three or multiple bodies and what a product can do on the body in reference to be seamless with other bodies experiencing yours. I hope I didn't go too roundabout, but well, hopefully well, new and threw them down. And for the newbie too, uh, adding to what April said, you know, when you're a newbie with cock rings and you go look at a cock ring wall, a wall of cock rings in a sex shop, there's so many of them. And I would recommend definitely start with something stretchy. Uh, you probably talked about this on your podcast before, but cock rings are designed to be worn around the penis and the testicles. So it goes around the whole package there. And so something that's stretchy there. And if you're advanced, then you can go for things that are metal. You wouldn't, metal then wouldn't be vibrating because vibration so much travel through metal that well. They have some things like the. And what are the benefits of medical or, um, metal cock rings? Metal cock, well, metal, metal cock rings are something that are much tighter. You have to get the perfect fit. Some people really just like they're, they know their cock ring. You got to know your cock ring size. You don't go metal until you really know exactly what works for your body. Like the, literally like down to the, um, the centimeter, I believe like you gotta be really careful with that. Um, they're kind of also like an accessory. There's as tight of a fit as it gets because it doesn't have any stretch to it. Um, so and they yeah. help with longevity. Yeah there's, yeah. yeah. there's, there's so, but yeah, something that is stretchy. I like things that are multiple speeds to kind of figure out what it is that you like. But I think what's, what's interesting about penis toys we're seeing more and more on the market these days and more innovation. It used to just be with vulva toys. Like, well, there's so many new cool things that are popping up with penis toys, like with Hot Octopus and many other brands. They're coming out with so many new things that isn't just your pocket pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love me a pocket pussy, but it's nice to see that there's a, like a whole now array of things that are rechargeable. The Avatar Vagina. Ooh, the Avatar Vagina. I love that one. Or the Obama Dildo. That oh. was a thing once. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Interesting. You want to? Fuck Obama. Pop culture on us. I, like <laughs> <laughs> well, we I didn't say fuck Obama. If you want to fuck Obama, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bunch of cock rings. We love those. We have a lot of uh, penis toys. We They're very sexy on a man too. Yeah. I love just mm-hmm. looking at a man with a cock ring on. So that's, yeah. that's definitely what are your, my recommendation. What do you two love for cock rings? Like, do you love the dual stem or do you love the grinding aspect? Or what, like, tell me about what, what you love. 
I personally like thicker ones for Brian from a both from an aesthetic purpose, but also because it can create a different angle with his penis. So when I'm on it, it's uh, it's just angling it up a tiny bit, um, which I really like. We don't use a ton of vibrating cock rings at this point. I know we have a couple, but it's, it's definitely not our go-to. I think for me, it's more about angle. And for you, it's more about the pressure in the right spot. Yeah, it's got to mm-hmm. be just the right size. Because again, like you said, I put it over everything. Everything gets covered with the cock ring. Mm-hmm. And I have I have one that's much thicker. I curve to the right. So mm-hmm. she likes it because it actually goes curves to the right. And perfect. It's just kind of a right thing enough. that she likes. Yep, that's perfect. Uh, so it works very well for both of us. But we like them. We, I wear them as often as she wants. Yeah, and absolutely. What, and when you, so why I thought about with the Adam Plus about designing something. So for vulva owners, when you're grinding to have something that's wider, because if you can imagine that, and I'm going to do air quotes, the tickler of the clitoral tickler, that's the bunny ears. How many clitorises are really being tickled by this tickler? And that's why with the Atom Plus, it's flat and wide. And so when you're grinding on it, more surface areas because vulvas, just like any genitals are like fingerprints, right? So no two are alike. So that way you can cover more. So more more folks and more folks like listening, hopefully can understand that if you're grinding on something like that, you're going to be more apt to have an orgasm, which is my goal, at least sometimes, not always, but sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I, like you said, I love that there's more toys coming out for men. I think uh, a lot of our penis owning listeners reach out and say things like, you know, I don't have any idea where to begin because I'm not into the pocket pussy, like you said, or I'm not into those stereotypical uh, sex toys for penis owning people. And so pointing them in a different direction is always really exciting. And, and typically they come back and go, oh my gosh, you were so right. And so I think, you know, more penis owning people just need to kind of take that step off because I mean, sex toys are so fun and there's so many different ways that you can go with it, both either by yourself or with other partners. And I think if if people just kind of have the courage to make that first step, it's just huge. Yeah. It's definitely difficult guys. My generation for sure, unless they're in the lifestyle, you're not going to have a conversation with your vanilla buddy about, Mm. you know, sex toys. It's just, it's just not something they do. And Mm -hmm. they're very awkward and uncomfortable about talking about it. What yeah. do you think about these anal beads? Yeah. I thought it was a necklace. Hey, bro, the other day I tried these awesome anal beads. Yeah. They're so amazing. I recommend those. I would. That, exactly. Those are the guys that I'm like, oh, I want to fuck you. Yeah. Like, I would be like, that's hot. My that's favorite like- <laughs> thing is to educate straight men about prostate health. I'm like, well, do you know about your prostate? And they're like, Burr? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? I'm like, yeah, you, hell. You know what it takes to get a guy 40 years old who's like, claims anyway to be uber straight and get him to a prostate exam? Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. That, the, the doctor's not designed to pleasure you. That is not ethical. They're not. So don't base yeah. it on that. On it's the not gloves. Like it's going to be clinical. That's your right? only experience with yes. any kind of anal play. Yes. Well, fun. yeah. And the prostate is a Which powerhouse is of pleasure. It's not fun for them. They're like, yeah. oh, I got my a finger stuck in my ass <laughs> right. and that was scary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 It's not like the doctor's in there for the for a good time. It's not, yeah. you know, not enjoyable. <laughs> Well, ladies, this has been wonderful learning all about these amazing toys that you've talked about. I have several ideas of things. I'm already like writing things down and wanting to get off of here and talk about some things with you. So thank you so much for sharing that. Can you uh, let it, all of our listeners know? I'm, I'm sure they will want to hear more from you after hearing you on our show. So where can they find you? Well... To all of you beautiful front porch swingers out there, you can find Shameless Sex Podcast on all of the podcast apps, anything that your heart and 
genitals desire. You're gonna say vagina. I was gonna say vagina. Your vagina but too. For those penises out there too. For those butts, and all the bits in between. All the bits. And we can be found at on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all of them. And you can find us on Instagram at Shameless Sex Podcast. We don't really do much with Facebook, but you can check us out on Facebook if you want to. Shameless Sex Podcast on Facebook. We don't tweet that much. We used to tweet. Tweet, tweet. tweet. We don't tweet that much anymore. We have a website. We have a website. It's www, <laughs> which you don't have to type in, shamelesssex.com. And this has been an absolute pleasure to be with both of you. And I'm sending you to a package. Ooh. The double Bs. To the package. We the will Bs. play with it and review it and we'll do a video <laughs> about it. And nice. I'm going to send you an Adam Plus cock ring too. So send me your Ooh, address. You I won't stalk toys. you. I don't go to Bozeman that often. <laughs> you should. Promise. So I, I, mean, I have a lot of air miles. You want to yeah. go to Bozeman? Oh, yeah. Or, or we do a soft swap in Bozeman. Bozeman. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're sending you the address. <laughs> well, thank you again. And I hope you have an awesome evening. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Another big thank you to April and Amy for joining us for that fun conversation. I learned so much and I am so excited to look into some of the additional sex toys that they talked about, especially for when we get on the road. We got to have some of these on the road. We just got to. Yeah, for sure. I just love talking to them. I enjoyed the the first conversation we had on their show. And then after talking to them on our show, it was, just, it was a lot of fun. I have a huge crush on both of them. They're awesome. <laughs> a huge crush. Yeah, <laughs> Me too. Amazing. I have a lady crush. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> All right. So... Guys, we have a very cool Patreon bonus episode for you that came out last Tuesday, and it's available exclusively for our Patreon members. Our friends that came into town actually recorded a bonus episode with us. We picked their brains, and they actually asked us a couple of interesting questions as well that I think nobody's really ever asked us before, so I think you guys will want to check that out. And that's just one of the many bonuses that we offer to our Patreon community as a thank you for supporting and sponsoring the show. So we also offer things like our telegram group with over 90 people from across the world talking about all things lifestyle and life in general we offer naughty snapchat access which is a lot of fun and like i said bonus episodes of front porch swingers which come out every single week so head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers you can sponsor the show for as little as two dollars and you make a world of difference for us when you do so. So we really hope that you'll consider it. We want to give a thank you to our newest Patreon members, of which there are many this week, which was so cool to see. We're so thankful. So the newest Patreon members are Mistress K. Love Mistress K. <laughs> James, Ira, W. Weaver, Dan, David, and Trevin Italy. So thank you guys so, so much for that. We uh, hope that you love our bonuses and we have a lot of other stuff coming down the pipeline for Patreon. We also need to say a thanks to our OnlyFans people that jumped on board there. It is fucking exploding. Yes, it's causing us to have more sex than we normally do, actually. It's nonstop. Basically. Yeah, I'm kind of turned on by it. Yeah, every time you text me, uh, we we have something else we need to do for somebody, they want to see this, or they've asked us to do that, they loved our video, it's like, okay, here we go again. Yeah, because we've been doing custom stuff, and I think that's the most fun, because it makes me feel like someone's like peering in on us in our bedroom or something. <laughs> they totally are. It's a lot of fun. It's we turning have, me We on. have some very cool stuff planned. We have some body painting, hint, hint, to do. We do have some body painting, and we have probably four or five other shoots that we really want to do and share on there it yes. gets naughty and like i said you can always ask us for custom stuff too so yeah, we love it head to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers to uh to check us out there we would love you for it and what else social media yes twitter 
FP Swingers. It's blowing the fuck up right now. We also have Instagram, FP Swingers 2. And you can find us on our YouTube channel called Front Porch Swingers. If you're watching the videos there, please make sure you subscribe. It helps us a ton when you do so. Yeah. YouTube is going to become real important as we get on the road. Oh, we have some really cool shit some planned, guys. Very We're going to vlog. Cool stuff exclusively for YouTube. Fuck yeah. going to be some good stuff. So we just have a lot of things in the works right now. And uh, it's possible because of our listenership because of our patreon members and just all of your support so thank you guys for everything you do for us we love bringing you the show every single week and uh, that's what we have for you guys so as always thank you so much for listening thanks everybody don't forget to find us on altplayground.net altplayground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect share and create new adventures together they have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website but now they're rolling out nationally and they're including so many amazing features including the podcast corner which we're very excited to be on there are going to be videos from your favorite sex positive folks and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy like-minded people so we hope you'll come check us out at altplayground dot net today.